Hello and welcome to The Shepherd's Voice, the podcast of Catoctin Covenant Presbyterian Church here in Percival, Virginia. Uh, My name is Ben Franks, and today we're going to talk about a question related to our new Sunday school study that we've started here at Catoctin. Uh, We're working our way through Dane Ortland's book, um, Gentle and Lowly, The Heart of Christ for Sinners and Sufferers. Uh, This is a book that Crossway put out uh, last year, and it has been very well received. Lots of people have read the book, lots of people have enjoyed the book, and Crossway has put out a whole slew of resources to kind of supplement the book. They've published it in different formats. They've put together uh, podcasts going through the book and um, just various various resources. And so the question that we want to talk about today is, um, why has this book made such an impact on Christians? And um, how could we really summarize or communicate kind of the core idea or thesis of the book? And, and why is it that this is such an important topic for Christians to, to be wrestling with and thinking through? Um, so I think the, uh, the best way to, to begin is where Ortland begins in the book. Uh, he is writing a book of Christology, we might say. It's a book about the doctrine of Christ, but it's not only a doctrinal book. It's a book that very much tries to communicate that doctrine in what the Puritans might have called an experiential way. Uh, they're trying not just to shape our, our kind of mental conception of Christ or our our, our kind of theological understanding of Christ, but they're trying to see that expressed and worked out in terms of how we think about Christ um, relationally and personally. Um, you can know a lot about a person and yet not know a person at all. Um, and, and what Ortland is concerned to do is to make sure that we really know Jesus in that intimate way. And, and to do that, he tries to bring us into passages of the Bible that um, speak specifically about the heart of Christ. So not just about his person in, a, in an abstract way, not just about his work in a kind of historical way, but thinking about who is Jesus as a person and how do you think of Jesus and how do you think of Jesus as he thinks about you. And so as he does that, he begins the discussion by going to Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. This is this wonderful passage where... Jesus invites and calls and commands us to come to him because his his yoke is easy, his burden is light. And, and in that command, he tells us uh, as a motivating factor to obey this call that he is gentle and lowly in heart. Of course, that's the title of the book. That's kind of the core um, idea is that when you when you try to communicate to someone, you know, who is Jesus? If you were talking to a friend who had never read the Gospels, and they said, well, who is, who is Jesus anyways? Um, you could rightly answer that by talking about, well, he's God and man. Um, he's done this. He's done that. Um, but you would also be, be well served to draw their attention to a passage like this that shows us about the heart of Christ, that Jesus is someone who is gentle and lowly. He's someone who, when he comes upon sinners and sufferers, comes with that invitation to come to him. He doesn't push them away. He doesn't uh, condemn them um, harshly. He deals with them gently. He doesn't uh, break the bruised reed. He has a heart of love and gentleness and lowliness, which that lowliness is the idea of accessibility, that he's, he's there for, for all who, who would come to him uh, to welcome them with open arms, to deal with them gently, to, um, to love them well. 
And, and that's the core idea of Ortland's book. Now, um, one of the distinctions that Ortland makes right up front, which we want to make as well, is that it's important to realize um, who, who Jesus treats this way. Because even in the context of Matthew chapter 11, right before this warm, loving invitation to come and this, this wonderful revelation of Christ as having this gentle and lowly heart, you also have the passage where Jesus is saying, Woe to you, because you've not received me. Woe to you, because you've not responded to the miracles and the teaching that I performed. And he warns his hearers of the very real judgment that is coming upon them. And he roots all of this, both his condemnation of those who reject him and his willingness to accept those who come to him and the authority that Christ has given to him as the son. Um, that's what's going on in that broader passage. And so Ortland is not trying to kind of present a one-sided, watered-down Jesus. In fact, he quotes from J.I. Packer, who points out very helpfully that a half-truth presented as a truth is an untruth. And so we don't want to only live here with a half-truth and just talk about Jesus as if there's only, you know, warm fuzzies here. That's not really what's meant by gentleness to begin with, and um, that's not the whole picture the Bible presents. And so what Ortland tries to do is to to navigate through what the Bible says about the heart of Christ and to do that with the help of the history of the church so that we end up with a holistic biblical picture of who Christ actually is, a picture that brings into view both his wrath and his justice as well as his love and his gentleness. But underneath all of that, what Ortland is trying to underscore, and I think what Christians have found so maybe helpful and refreshing, is to see that... Um, it's not that these two things are somehow imbalanced, that you have a kind of wrathful Jesus, but you also have a gentle Jesus, and they kind of hold each other in tension. We can almost have this idea of Christ that's more of a kind of Eastern concept of, you know, the yin and the yang kind of thing, where there's just this balance in the force. And that's not what's going on in the heart of Christ. Uh, in the heart of Christ, what is fundamental to who he is, is a heart of love, is a heart of gentleness, is a heart of um, accessibility. Um, his wrath, in fact, is an expression of his love because he, he shows wrath towards those who harm those that he loves or who attack the glory and honor of God. And so these things are not um, opposites of each other. They're not contradictory to each other. They're not even just balances to each other, but really expressions of the same single heart of Christ for sinners and sufferers. And so that's what, what Ortland is getting at. And I think what, what makes the book so helpful is that he really roots every chapter in a particular passage of Scripture. And so he's walking us through um, what the Bible says about Jesus, whether it's from the Gospels or a book like Hebrews. And he does so by quoting liberally from our forefathers in the faith, specifically uh, the Puritans. And what you find, I think, that's also been refreshing to people is that um, the Bible, they find, doesn't present Jesus in this harsh way, and and neither do our Puritan forefathers. In fact, both of them get that um, Jesus' heart towards those who are sinners, toward those who are sufferers, but who come to him is a heart that is gentle, a heart that um, welcomes them in, a heart that doesn't leave them in their sin, but draws them out of it and transforms and renews them by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so that's a message that I think resonates with us because all of us are sinners, and suffers um, sometimes all at the same time we're mired in our own sin we're suffering because of the sin of others and our temptation is to think 
that we have to clean ourselves up before we can come to Christ. Or we have to deal with all of our obligations before we can come to Christ. Um, or we have to cover over our sins and pretend that we're okay before we can come to Christ. And what Ortland reminds us of is what the Bible reminds us of again and again and again. That the gospel is a free gift. It's not something that we can get by our works. There's nothing we can boast in. Uh, it, our, our salvation is not rooted in our character. It's rooted in Christ's character. And so really, at the end of the day, this is a book about the gospel. And I think that's why it has resonated with so many people and why it's been such a helpful thing and why we hope it will be a helpful study for us here at our church. Well, if you'd like to learn more, you can find resources about this and many other topics at our church website, www.katoctin.org. That's www.ketoctin.org. If you found this episode to be useful, then we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. And as always, we encourage you to join us for our next episode of The Shepherd's Voice.